are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Tuesday, a game day for your New Orleans Pelicans is there in Atlanta to take on the Hawks. We'll preview that in game or sorry, segment three. There we go. Not game three, segment three. But before we get into all that stuff today, I want to talk a little bit about Lonzo Ball. Exploded for 27 points the other night. Will Guillory of The Athletic had a great article on him about how he's improved. How is that going to impact his impending restricted free agency? And I wonder if what happened with Drew Holiday can maybe shed some light on what the Pelicans might look to do with Lonzo Ball. Then uh, we saw Zaya, a preview of Zion's new signature shoe from the Jordan brand. There's, there's something really important about this that I do think kind of gets lost on all of this. We'll touch on that, kind of ties into what the national media was saying about Zion last week. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And we'll do our weekly one on Thursday since there's a game on Wednesday, so we'll just push it back a day. So stay tuned for more details on that. So former fan favorite Drew Holiday traded to Milwaukee this offseason just got paid and big time got paid in a move that I think most people like that the Bucks did even if it was a little bit more it's a four-year extension that could be worth up to 160 million dollars last year I believe is a team option it's guaranteed at least 134 and could jump up depending on incentives and things like that he's basically getting paid 30 million next year 32.4 the year after that 34.7 and then a 37 million dollar player option in the final year of the deal the that's a maybe maybe a bit of an overpay for Drew Holiday right like maybe that's a lot of money to get 160 million to give him over four years if you look at it on the high end or you know 134 over four years I can't imagine he would opt out of 37 million in the final year of the deal but who knows what things will look like in four years that's it's a lot right like on the surface you're like I don't know about that however when you're the Milwaukee Bucks and part of this move was made to keep Giannis there, and he signed a big deal there this past offseason, well, it looks like it was all worth it, and to keep him happy and to keep things kind of moving forward for this championship window that you have at least for a little bit, you know, that's a probably a good contract to give out just for everything it means to the team. It's not like you'd have cap space or could go out and get anyone in free agency to the caliber of Drew Holiday and you traded away all those picks and everything for him. So it's not like you have tons of other assets to give away to get a player of Drew's caliber in there either. So overall, I think, you know, people look at this and like, yeah, maybe you're overpaying, but it's probably the best thing you could have done. And I agree with that. For what they're trying to do, it makes a whole lot of sense. Now, there's some impact on the Pelicans, too, with the picks they owe uh, get from the Milwaukee Bucks, but those are pushed out as far as possible. They start to kick in at the f- tail end of this deal. We'll, we'll see what those end up looking like, but I wasn't necessarily counting on those picks being good in the first place. You kind of just assumed, particularly once Giannis signed there, that, eh, I don't know if those are really going to be great picks. But now with Drew Holiday locked in for the foreseeable future, yeah, there you go. The larger implication, I think, to me is 
are the Pelicans going to be in a similar situation to this with Lonzo Ball? That's kind of the one thing a lot of people, myself to a degree, have been worried about with him is, are you going to end up having to just massively overpay, massively, right? It's a relative term, massively overpaid Lonzo Ball. And right now, especially based on this, it looks like the Pelicans are going to have to, is, is almost my read on the situation. But is that a bad thing, right? Like if they end up giving Lonzo Ball a 24 to $27 million per year contract, are we going to look at it and like, what the hell are they doing? They've overpaid for Lonzo Ball. This isn't good. Or is it going to be similar to the situation with the Bucks and Drew Holiday? It's kind of what you got to do, right? Like you're not a free agent destination. You're not going to have cap space whatsoever, really, to go out and sign big name guys or anything like that. You can still trade for guys with your future picks, but to retain talent in New Orleans, and that's what Lonzo Ball is. He's talent, right? Like he's been really good. There, there's no other way to put it, particularly with the three-point shooting. I'm going to give you Drew Holiday's stats here so far this year. Let me pull those up because those just went away from me. He's averaging 17 points, 5.4 assists, 4.6 rebounds, and 1.8 steals this season. Lonzo Ball is averaging 14.5 points per game, uh, 5.6 assists, 4.2 rebounds, and 1.4 steals this year. Those are really similar numbers. They're a little bit less than his, than Drew Holiday's, but they're pretty close. But here's the thing. Lonzo Ball's shooting 39% from three on eight attempts per game. And Will Guillory of The Athletic recently wrote a really great article. Again, you really should subscribe to The Athletic. Talking about kind of the changes in Lonzo Ball's game, particularly the shooting. I mean, you see it. Like, it's it's not hard to, to notice. And he hit eight threes in the game the other night. A win for New Orleans. In two seasons in L.A., 99 games, he shot 31.5% from three on 5.3 attempts per game. In two seasons here in New Orleans, 102 games, about the same sample size, right? He has shot 38.2%. Basically, it's like a 6% jump on 6.9 attempts per game. Those are those are solid numbers. Like we're we're past the sample size threshold where I don't know if this is real. Like it, it's very much real. He's taken enough threes for us to look at this and go, yep, you're in that thing. He's taken 706 threes here in New Orleans. It's over that kind of 500 uh, three mark that you really want to look at to try and get a solid sample size to check if things are real here. You know, looking at it, if they pay him. It's probably closer to a Drew Holiday thing than the Pelicans necessarily making a mistake. You play, as I've said, by different rules in small markets. You've got to retain talent. It would probably be at this point foolish to let Lonzo Ball go. Even if you pay him a max deal, $27 million, I think that's still a tradable contract in the future. Like I don't think it's all of that crippling and you're never going to be able to get off that or you'll need to necessarily attach lots of future assets or things like that. It's not like he's playing like Eric Bledsoe is where you're just like, what the hell? This dude sucks. This is a guy who's a productive player who's above average to good on the defensive side of the ball, keeps everything moving and is draining threes. You need consistent, you need good three-point shooters around Zion Williamson. That's going to be the biggest thing. It looks like Lonzo Ball is that while also being a good connector and a guy that kind of moves the ball around and has been at times a tad more aggressive. I like that. I I don't hate paying that kind of guy given the situation they're in here in the small market and what New Orleans usually deals with. 
This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you're in. You can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. And I host Locker Rooms usually every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central, but we're going to do it Thursday at 6 p.m. Central because there's Pell's game on Wednesday night. So, yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every single day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league, and you'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the biggest news or rumors. And you have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on Pelicans podcast through our Locker Room conversations. Again, be sure to join me this week, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central. That's when we're going to be hosting our weekly Locked on Pelicans chat. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA. NBA group for the latest league updates. You can follow me at Nola Jake on there to be notified when my room goes live. And I'm looking forward to being able to talk to everyone here. We're going to talk Lonzo Ball and free agency. What's the amount you're willing to pay for him? Are you worried about it? Or do you think Pelicans just need to do this? Can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on all of this. So I will see you there. Locker room changing the way we talk sports. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Those those auto parts chain stores, just awful experience. Bad customer service. They only have like one type of part and you're going to have to pay a higher than normal price for it because you know what? You're a captive audience there and they kind of know that. And they're going to take advantage of you because of all of that. You just don't want to have to deal with that. Like That's not a fun situation to be in whatsoever. So you've got to check out rockauto.com. They have the same prices for mechanics and do-it-yourselfers and it's a family business that's just been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com today to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Literally anything you're looking for, whether it's brake parts, whether it's a dash kit, whether you want new carpeting for your car or just motor oil, little things like that for maintenance, they have all of it in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Because best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Do not spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so a little bit off the court stuff. Yesterday, Jordan Brand unveiled the Zion Williamson Jordan Z Code shoe. We finally got to see what his his signature shoe is going to look like. This is not really about what the shoe looks like. I don't particularly like the colorway. That's kind of not my thing. I actually prefer Kobe's more than anything. But overall, like I like it. It's still very cool for Zion Williamson and that colorfulness of it seems to kind of fit what he's done a lot of and also you kind of see the different like Z cuts in there and everything. Lightning bolts, if you will. So overall, it's just cool that he has one even if it's not really my thing and I'm sure plenty of you are going to go out and buy it and I think sometime in like late April is when it's looking like it may be released at least in Europe I don't know if we have a date in the U.S. just yet the bigger thing is not so much what the shoe looks like it's the fact that he has one because we had that whole thing last week right of national media like oh he needs to go play in a bigger market 
that's not the approach you should be taking, right? It's He should go play for a functional franchise and a franchise that's going to win. That's where you want Zion Williamson to go, not necessarily a bigger market. You guys kind of said this a little bit wrong, which probably hits at some ulterior motives. Because the bigger market is more about an exposure thing, right? Oh, bigger markets tend to be on TV more. You get more endorsement deals, all of that. that that's been quashed by, by Zion, it's, again, about the person and your personality and being kind of magnetic like Zion is. He's kind of got some aw shucks about him, but also an unbelievable player, and he's so much fun to watch. You'll put that on TV no matter where they are. Entirely, you'll put that on TV no matter where you are. 30-something games on national TV for Zion Williamson in some form or another this year. You don't need a big market for that. It's better than a bunch of big market teams. He's got his own signature shoe. Anthony Davis in Los Angeles doesn't have the signature shoe. That's why he went to a big market, right? For the endorsement deals to kind of play on the biggest stage. And to go play alongside LeBron James because LeBron will make you a functional franchise and he won a title because of it. But this stuff with Zion Williamson, it's not about putting him in a glamour market in a destination market. It's He gets all of the benefits of that stuff anywhere he's going to be. Anywhere he's going to be. And the question for Zion in his future is, where's going to be the best place for him to win? And hopefully that's going to be here in New Orleans because they can also offer him the most money. Though there's some things with that that might change in the future. But again, the shoe, all of the endorsements he has, he's probably making more in endorsements this year than he's making in his rookie deal. At least this year, he's probably, he might be making way more than it with Gatorade, being on the cover of NBA 2K, the Jordan deal, which was probably the biggest deal. And when you look at it, it's not like a ton of other players have signature shoes. You've got LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, also guys who have the ball in their hand, right? Like that's kind of the theme. Bigs don't really get it. And Zion playing as a point guard like this, point Zion, that experience is only going to help him with his marketability in the future when he's the one bringing the ball up the court, when he's the one initiating the offense. Paul George has one. Kawhi Leonard has one. Um, Derek Rose, I think, has one too. Westbrook has one. When you think about it, it's rare for a guy like Zion who came in as a power forward, even though he's really not, to really get something like this. Again, it speaks to the player more so than the market. Zion is everywhere. You can't avoid him. As Thanos likes to say, and he's a huge Thanos fan, he is inevitable, right? That's what you're seeing with it. The globalization of the game, social media, and the internet being a bigger part of this than really ever before. You don't need to be only on TNT or only on ESPN. You can be everywhere just like Zion is so whenever the national media talks about oh he needs to be in a bigger market to showcase his skills no, no he doesn't like that's complete BS and they just want to put him there because it's easier for them to cover and there's a degree of that you know the Lakers haven't been the most well-run franchise the Clippers haven't been well-run until about six years ago and even then you had that whole Donald Sterling fiasco of a situation right I don't even know if fiasco is a nice too nice of a word for that the Knicks haven't been good, though they're looking at least competent right now. The Heat are the Heat. Boston, I mean, uh, the, despite them being good, there's some issues there with racism and how Danny Ainge has handled things. You know, if you really want a situation where it's like treat players like assets versus people and all that stuff with J.J. Redick and the Pelicans here with David Griffin, Danny Ainge takes that to a whole other level. You want to go to a functioning, well-run franchise. It's why Drew Holiday is staying with the Milwaukee Bucks. That's what team players should want. That's what the national media should want for players and to put pressure on those front offices that aren't delivering that instead of just 
hand delivering them to big markets, even if some of those happen to be well run. Look, the Bulls weren't for a long time and only recently became a well run franchise, like this year recently. So big market doesn't matter. Zion, for Zion, doesn't matter whatsoever. And it's evidenced by the shoe deal and all the other endorsements that he has. So we'll get into tonight's game and the debut of Isaiah Thomas, hopefully for your New Orleans Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. And BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the web website or use your mobile device today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up using promo code locked on with your first deposit. Again, that's free money. It's already like you've won a bet when you use promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget Locker Room Thursday, 6 p.m. Central. I will tweet out the link, but kind of put it on your calendars for right around then. We'll be talking live and asking you guys questions. We had a lot of fun last week, the JJ Reddick stuff. I thought some like good points and good discussions, and some people even brought up things that I hadn't thought about with that uh, topic as well. So I appreciate these kind of things to hear from all of you and your takes on the team. So it's a game day for your New Orleans Pelicans. They're in Atlanta on a quick little road trip here um, before taking on the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow night. The injury report is probably the most important thing right now. Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram are listed as questionable, so probably about a 50-50 chance. Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander-Walker are ruled out of this one, and Kyra Lewis Jr., who's got a right calf strain, also it's his birthday, happy birthday, Kyra, is doubtful for tonight's game. But you've got Lonzo Ball into the lineup, and he's not listed on the injury report as of yesterday, so that's really nice to see. And then it should be the day of Isaiah Thomas. And I'm wondering if he'll be kind of the first sub in off of the bench. He's going to get a starting role in this because you need someone who can really, you know, right now they basically have like two healthy guards in Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe and you need something else there. And certainly that's something that uh, IT can provide. And I just like, this is one of those ones where I don't really have expectations going into this game and I'm kind of excited to watch it. And it should just be fun for those reasons, I think. For the Atlanta Hawks, they've been dealing with a bunch of injuries too. John Collins is out, and we did not see Trey Young in the last matchup just last week. However, it seems like he's going to be playing in tonight's game. So that is a bit of a problem for New Orleans. They already lost that game kind of in blowout fashion in the second half as Bogdanovich went off. If they can somehow slow him down, they maybe have a chance to stay in this. But the Atlanta Hawks, despite a rough start to the year to the point where they had fired their head coach, have been really, really good under Nate McMillan. They're 12-4. and four. Completely, completely turned their season around. With Trey Young in there, I don't know if this Pelicans defense is going to be able to really slow this team down. But you know what? I'm here for the Isaiah Thomas experience. Let's just have some fun with tonight's game, right? These next two games are tough. You're probably going to lose to Atlanta, maybe. And usually when I say that, it means they win. So this is all part of the plan. And then the Brooklyn Nets, who might be without James Harden, but I'll check their injury report in tomorrow's show. You know, the Hawks just can go out and score. They're very good on the offensive glass, getting second chance points. Trey Young is basically, you know, a walking bucket at 25 points per game um, and also shooting 36% from deep. He's also dishing out 9.4 assists. He's really one of my favorite players to watch in the league, actually. I like that 
kind of guard play. They are aggressive. They get to the line. That's not great for New Orleans with they, where they already struggle on defense. So even if you're playing good defense, you might be fouling them, sending them to the line for free and easy points that way. Like, yeah, it kind of just is what it is without Zion and Brandon Ingram in there and not playing the Houston Rockets who are trying to tank as hard as possible. So enjoy the IT experience, the Isaiah Thomas experience tonight, because that's kind of what I'm watching for in this game. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game and then preview the Nets and other topics as well.